Listener Production. Giddy up, it's another brand new ep of the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeehaw. G'day, g'day. I am Alex. That is Matt. Here we are on a podcast on planet Earth, Matt O'Kine. And for the longest time, I liked Earth. Thought it was the best planet out there. Mm. Until did you see the news? No, what? They found a planet. It's basically one big mirror. Like it's got the reflective properties of a... Well, basically, it's a planet that's a disco ball. Oh, I'm gonna no. Call it, I'm going to call it. It's a planet that's a disco ball. Well, we can't compete with the Mirrorball planet. What kind of Rick and Morty plot <laughs> is this finding a planet with a Mirrorball? You found this, Bron. What's going on? I was hoping you wouldn't bring me in. I, I've only read... <laughs> you only read the headline, didn't you, Bron? <laughs> I looked at the pretty pictures. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Apparently, this particular planet reflects 80% of the light from its host star. To give you context, Earth only reflects 30%. Earth. Of the Lift incoming game, light. Earth. Oh my god. Imagine the aliens living on the Mirrorball planet. Do you think they're just trying to ha 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 stay alive? Alright, thank <laughs> you. Thank you <laughs> to all of the aliens listening out there. You are with Earth's <laughs> premier podcast team, Matt and Alex. Yeah, and it's a big show today. It's been, it's been very fun. We're actually in the same room, which doesn't always happen here at All Day Breakfast, but it is because I'm still visiting Matt O'Kine in Brisbane. We'll give you a little bit of an update on that in a moment. Yeah, and also to all the aliens out there, you might not like some of these jokes, but you know how disco. Disco, disco. <clears throat> disco. Shall we jump into it? Let's... Wait, I can come up with something better. Quick, quick. <laughs> Whoever's editing this podcast, edit out. Now, first segment. Let's go. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Matt, the sun is shining on the studio here all day breakfast, live from Brisbane once again. Uh, I am noting, like, there's a lot of panic out on the streets, though, because a couple of BMX bandits hit the streets of Brizzy this week. Did they ever, bro? We were absolutely carving it up. Just a couple of absolute legends in the... With their helmets on, being safe, riding safe, but yeah. riding. Backpacks on. Fierceness. Pants tucked into the socks. Matt and I, uh, yeah, rode in from your place mm-hmm. for, in the Burbs. Yeah. Uh, along some very, very nice bike paths. Thank you. Straight Brisbane's to. Brisbane's got some pretty good bike paths, right? Yes. Over the Story Bridge. And we um, landed for a little uh, lunchtime libation uh, on the banks of the river. Yeah, Howard Smith Wars, very nice spot indeed. Mm. Were you, were you, I mean, how are you feeling? What are your brizzy vibes, mate? Well, I'll tell you what, I really like, we had a nice pizza, which was really good. And you know what I really liked about the pizza we had along the river? What's the name of the river in Brisbane? I know it's called the Brown Snake, but that's not the official name, is it? Yeah, it's got, it's got quite an interesting name. It's called the Brisbane River. Wow. <laughs> well, slap me silly. It is the, called the <laughs> Brisbane River. Um, uh, and... It was great having a pizza alongside the river with you there. You know, you know, one of my favorite things about the pizza that we had was mm, what? It wasn't burnt to an absolute crisp. Now, I only mentioned that because the night before uh, dinner. Oh no, you're not. <laughs> dinner was you're not very nicely supplied by oh Matt O'Kine. My God. 
Sure. Who, and we we made a point. We stopped off at a specialty butcher. We wandered around a fresh food supermarket to get only the best ingredients for uh, the host of the ABC cooking show, Shortcuts to Glory, uh, who was whipping up a beautiful roast. Um, And I remember I was sitting there as uh, Matt O'Kind wandered out and I thought, geez, he's not preheating the oven. This is interesting. No, 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 no. No oven for Matthew. I was doing it all on the BBQ, Outside mate. on the barbecue. And he went out, put it on there, shut the lid and came back in. And we just were having a chat. I'm like, well, it's interesting. Next time, went out about 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, opens the lid, just on fire. <laughs> <laughs> just barbecue. Like engulfed in flames. Barbecue Pro- on fire. <laughs> The whole thing. Yeah, it's. I know. I know. There's. There's burger companies that think flame grilled is best, <laughs> but damn, this was solid flambe. And, and then, and then Matt had to ask the well, the worst question of his life partner, Bell, which is, how do you feel about soot? <laughs> I was okay. I don't mind a little bit of char. Char is good. <laughs> but the fact that some of char the- Char is good. No one that says anything wrong about char. The problem is you said soot. And I thought <laughs> he probably means char. I walked and looked at the potatoes that were there and it was a layer of soot as if the potatoes were grown in the fields of Pompeii. <laughs> it was, I, I had honestly never seen a layer of black like it. And I was, I was even like, where's that come from? Like yeah. what has burned? It felt like it had like- Settled off the barbecue itself. Yeah, I, don't know I feel happened. like yeah. the lid of the barbecue <laughs> was on our potatoes. Matt walks in and goes, Thai. We could just get Thai. We'll just order in Thai. It's like, how do you feel? I'm like, everybody's like, no, maybe I can salvage it. I think you made an extra mashed potato. We had to do the mashed you potato. The, you ditched the potato, the we sooty ditched potatoes. We ditched the sooty potatoes. <laughs> I cooked the lamb and I tell you what, it had a certain amount of flavor to it. <laughs> It really did. It was quite, it actually, the lab, the lab was all right. It, it wasn't too bad. It was, it was edible, charm. but it was, <laughs> it was not a natural lamby flavor. There was certainly a something else, a secret ingredient, you would say. Yes. Uh, so anyways, that, yeah, okay, look, that yeah. happened. I'm Matt, still trying Matt to get, said, under- I, think, I think I recall you saying is like, yeah, it could be a little carcinogenic, but. I mean, just a little, but like. The point I was making is, yes, they have done studies that say these kind of type of carcinogens are bad for you, but Mm -hmm. like not just one every now and then, you know, I'm sure that every now and then it's okay. Sparse carcinogens are fine. It's the barbecue. I'm still, it's Mm. six months in and I'm not used to having an actual barbecue that has good flame on it. Mm. So I put anything on there and I burn it. It's been six months. You used it before and it failed before I on const- the barbie. I burn everything. <laughs> Dude, I've, I'm used to using a single burner Weber on my little balcony, which I have to kneel down and use, and it had one sweet spot. The rest of it was absolute garbage. So I got used to that one sweet spot. Now I've got this three burner monster. I try to cook a slice of bacon. The thing turns into yeah. bloody completely jet black 
crepe paper. Like it's just it's ruin. I ruin everything. I'll tell you what, it, it reminded me very much of uh, Tom Tilly doing the speedo sausage sizzle at the Laneway Festival mid festival party on the floating bar in the middle of Sydney Harbour, which was called the Islands. And he's cooking the sausages. It starts going up. I'm like, sorry, someone want to check that? And everyone's like, no, it's fine. Suddenly it's on fire. They had to bring out the fire extinguisher. <laughs> the flames are reaching the roof. We're on a floating wooden pontoon with some of the world's best artists. I remember sitting there, the flames, the fire extinguisher coming out. I remember Lord turning around just like, what's going on over here? <laughs> Well, now it's time to... Hear me, Alex. Alex, can I ask you a question? It's called Ask Alex. That's right. You get to ask myself, Alex Dyson, a question. It usually revolves around love and relationships, given I was the guidance counsellor at Girlfriend Magazine for many years. But uh, uh, it's opened up a little bit today, Matt O'Connor. Well, that's it. I mean, over the nine or so years that I've worked with you, you've really shown yourself as a true multi-skilled um, asset to any business and um, and a real go-getter, you know? Yeah, I'm the head of the Coterie Company, uh, the parent company of Comedy Republic. And uh, so the business world is also a place in which I dish out advice. And we've got someone who's got some business advice for us right now. Joining us is Josh. G'day, Josh. Hey, lads. How you going? Josh, you had a question relating to a segment that we did a couple of days ago regarding um, restaurants that include an established... <laughs> Year Love part the of their sign. All businesses. Yeah. Well, this isn't a restaurant. Yep. This is a uh, a music studio, actually. Oh, so you you've got one. Well, I'm just about to open one in a couple of weeks. Ooh. Okay. And then, yeah. uh, so what what part of the conversation sparked your interest? Well, I just put an order in for shirts, like merch for the studio. And what's the name I'm of the studio? Sure, uh, Emerald Room. Emerald Room. Yeah. And what does uh, what do the t-shirts say? Just says Emerald Room Studio, oh, established 2023. Established 2023. <laughs> and this so is... you got these T-shirts printed before you even open the doors. <laughs> well, well, they're not printed yet, but the order's very soon to be made. So, Do you know, Daiso <laughs> started this conversation um, on the potty, and it was only a couple of days afterwards that I realised something about that established date. AST. You know? dot... Because you were like, you know, 2019, it's not long enough. Yeah, usually, yeah. usually, um, well, this is me making assumptions, but it is done to lend credibility to a business. We've been here for this long. Yeah. Mm. But do you know what I realized? What's that? It's not about today. It's about tomorrow. And by tomorrow, I mean, it's about 10 years from now. So when you see that established sign, yes, it now says established in 2019. Yeah. But you'd want that sign to be around for 20 years. Yeah, you do. But you could also, once you've been around for 10 years... Get a new Put sign. Put some letters sure on it. Put you some can, numbers on it. But, okay, Josh, thinking okay. about your T-shirts, mate. <laughs> what, what did the conversation make you think, Josh? I was, I was scared, to be honest. <laughs> I was scared. They're not, they're not cheap tell these it, days to make shirts. No, tell us not. why. What did, what did you think when, these, when you thought, okay, I'm going to have these T-shirts, Emerald Rumor coming out, established 2023. What did you think? Well, at the time when I ordered them, I thought it was a good idea. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I'm second-guessing it now. People uh, see that and laugh and go, that's so new, your business is a baby. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> mm. You don't have the runs on the board to can, be putting the say, established Josh, date on yet. Josh, can I just say that no one looks at an, an actual baby and says, ha, that's so new. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, speak for yourself, mate. I see a baby, like, what have you ever done? 
That's what I usually come when I'm looking at a Come baby. back to me when you're 20, mate. Yeah. Come back to me. Yeah. When you're that was 2023. <laughs> are, you, are you kidding me? Can't um, even walk yet. Look, okay, it look. is good. Um, I understand the, the concern here for Emerald Rune Studios. Um, the good news for you, I think, I think what's sort of saving this at the moment for your t shirt order, Josh, is the same excitement I would get. And I've got to be honest with you, it's been a while. But the same excitement I'd get when I, you see a new coin and you're like, geez, this is shiny. You look at the back, it goes, oh my God, this coin was minted in 2023. Mm. I'd probably That's get true. the same thought when I saw your T-shirt. I'd go, oh my God, <laughs> this music shop's barely been around. This must be a new shirt, mm. which means this must be a new studio. Okay, so I yes. think you've managed to get into this little sweet spot where you're trying to advertise the starting of your business, and congratulations, because it's very difficult, but getting there, it would pique people's interest. And they go, oh my God, I've never heard of it. It's only just started. Maybe I'll look into it. So I think you've found a little six-month six period where this T-shirt is not going to be laughed at. And Josh, I will say that uh, you are speaking to someone who we were in Hotel West End... <laughs> At a trivia night, flogging this guy's <laughs> old Dyson for Wannan shirts yeah. that has still been now, sitting around his cupboard. We would have been the same, Josh. Had the election been within the last six months, people would see that and go, oh my God, that's quite new. Um, on Tuesday night, it was absolutely embarrassing to be wearing these old things. And so what you're looking at is an investment. Have you still got some left over? Well, they, you I, brought I, I, got up rid, seven. I got rid of the last of them. How did Thank you get rid of them? Because they have been clogging the cupboard for many years. <laughs> How did you get rid of them? <laughs> we gave them to the trivia contestants. Oh, good. Okay. I thought you oh, might have no. dished a few out to, to the Vinnies and Lifeline. <laughs> the so, well, yeah, exactly. I unfortunately can't control what happens to them afterwards. I wish I'd installed a self-destruct button should they ever cross An the plane unravel. of the front of a Red Cross store because, oh, man, the height of embarrassment to see Dyson for one in, in the op shops. But, look, I think the next six months you're fine. I would encourage you to hopefully burn them after that, bring them back in 10 years. You'll be sorted yep. for the uh, Emerald Studios. In where, Whereabouts can you go to Emerald Studios? Uh, it's in Balcata in, in Perth. Okay, and Josh, yeah. here's the, here's, I just want to add a little bit. Yep. Regardless of what you put on the T-shirts, the fact that you've decided to go put yourself out there, undertake a business, mm. put everything on the line, do what you love, and give it a shot is worth all of the crumpled up old merchy T-shirts in the storeroom that, you know, that you're going to have. So it doesn't matter. Yep. You're doing the good thing and just keep fighting do, it, mate. Got any big bookings? Well, is Boilermakers still available? To, to Are you offering some studio video? time? Are you offering some free studio time to Boilermakers here? Yeah. You do not want that rotten piece of meat dirtying your <laughs> the, new kitchen. Okay. The only thing more embarrassing than an EST 2023 <laughs> on the front of, as seen on Boilermakers EP, is the only thing that would trump that, Josh. But look, keep up the good work. I'm sure the good WA artists will be flooding there very soon. I can see San Cisco jumping in. You're going to have Tame Impala popping past draft, for a bit maybe, of a coming draft through there, hey? in the studio, no doubt. The birds of Tokyo, only a matter of time until they're checking out Emerald Studios. But look, congratulations, my man. And if we're over there, maybe we could record a podcast live from uh, from Emerald Studios. Oh, that's a, that's a great idea. Legend, great thanks, idea. Josh. Yeah, thanks, Catch lads. Appreciate it. Good See luck. Ya. And if we need right. a new trivia team update and you've got a few left in the cupboard, mate, in about 12 months' time, we're happy to take it off your hands. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Well, Matt O'Kine, the world loves a whodunit, a mystery story, trying to get to the bottom of something. And I tell you what, many has gripped the world over the years. You've got Jack the Ripper. I know that was a big one. Who put the bop in the bop, shabop, shabop was very large for a while. But recently, a podcast, which has come out a couple of years ago, has gone absolutely viral with a mystery that is just begging to be solved. The podcast is called Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding? What's it about? Well, we're about to find out from a couple of the hosts, Lauren Kilby and Karen Whitehouse. Join us right now on All Day Breakfast. Hello, team. Hello, hello. hello. Now, Lauren, you have been uh, described as the poo detective, and Karen, <laughs> well, you were Lauren. a bride of this uh, at this particular wedding. You both tried to get to the bottom of, well, whose bottom this thing came out of. Tell us about the scene that you both, I guess, witnessed on that fateful evening. Well, I mean, the way uh, it all unfolded was, um, you know, we had a very... I'd like to say, I call it a classy affair up until a certain point. Um, (laughs) You know, it was, um, we had a a wedding on a boat, uh, which Lauren likes to call an enclosed crime scene. Um, And, you know, we had a champagne reception on the top deck, a ceremony, you know, a jazz band playing. And then we, you know, went down to have a sit down dinner uh, and sort of after the dinner and speeches, I walked down into the ladies' bathroom, uh, you know, ready to just enjoy the rest of the night. And uh, there, right in the middle of the floor, in front of the wash basins, was this. Oh, not even in the cubicle, Karen. Not, no. Okay, so they've obviously been washing their hands and done it there and then. Yeah, I think basically the reason why we did this podcast is if it was a clear accident really in the early hours of the wedding, we'd have let it go. But the fact it was pretty early on outside of the cubicles and a really firm poo, we're like, this was done on purpose. That was no accident. Okay. Now, for my information, if you were looking at it in a lineup, um, it would look very much like the emoji version. It's, it's very soft serve-esque. According well, to two witness statements, let's not, Karen, there have been conflicting witness statements. You know this. Oh. Let's not really copy <laughs> okay. First witness statement um, claimed that it was three nuggets, um, hence the <laughs> title of, I think it's episode three. So, and those were actually, um, her understanding is that they were found inside the cubicle. Oh, my goodness. Okay. But then kind of witnesses start to come forward, and there's actually a group of women who kind of discovered the faecal matter um, just before Karen saw it. And there's actually conflicting witness statements here, which is obviously making my job extremely difficult. Well, yeah, Lauren, you were leading the investigation. Exactly. There's the mini Costa Rican banana. There's the um, three nuggets. There's the comedy joke shop turd, which is what Karen's referring to. Um, Yeah, it's inconsistent. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now, most people would just find a poop on the floor and just think, you know what? Let's move on. But you you both decided, and Lauren, you really, I guess, put your producer hat on and thought, no, I need to find this out. Tell me about the process of first deciding this is a story that the world needs to hear and, you know, whether there were any adverse reactions, maybe people, maybe there were people who wanted to silence you. There have been some um, interesting responses. I think the first one um, were Karen and I's mother's. Um, who just said, are you sure you want to record that? And then um, have that in the public 
like have actual people be able to listen to that. Um, I think one of the people, one of the people even asked us when we were interviewing them, does your mum know you're doing this? So, well, this, this is really no laughing matter though, Ron. I think it's fair to say it, it, it was a disgrace what happened at the wedding. It's not funny. No, no, no. You've treated it with the utmost delicacy. It's a complete disgrace and the world needs to know what happened. Absolutely. But I've got to, mm. t- I've got to tell you, if I had attended that wedding, I would be absolutely terrified. Having you get because I've be got no doubt that you're going to find the culprit <laughs> here, I've, and I would be. I mean, you'll probably get a repeat. People will be shitting themselves at the thought that they will be revealed <laughs> as the culprit in this. How did people react? Did, mm. Were people not agreeing to interviews? Because I guess the the, the murderer or the, the turderer in this instance <laughs> would be not wanting to talk to you. But you could think that's suspicious. Like, how did you get people to agree to to, to this? A lot of people didn't you, agree. To be honest, we knew where they lived. So we just went to their houses. <laughs> Did this, Karen, I mean, you invited all these people to your beautiful wedding. Did this come between these these obviously close connections that you, you had with your friends and family? Honestly, there were just, I think the thing that kills me the most is that we whined and we dined the perpetrator on our expense. Yeah, like, yeah they that's true. They listened to our barrels, you know, it's like that. What uh, really kills me, but, um, you know. And what they did with your delicious food that you provided for them (laughs) was an abomination. I know, I know. Uh, I'll never look at a lasagna in the same way again. <laughs> but no, they, uh, it's weird. Like, I, there were moments where I just like think it's really fun and we made, had fun making the podcast. But genuinely, there were just, there were moments where it was like mental torture through when we we're making this because you'd be in a group of friends and then you'd be having a great time and then you'd just suddenly look at them in a different way and be like, was this you? And then you'd feel really weird. And then there was a lack of trust for quite the whole time that we were doing this investigation. Now, Lauren, you didn't just trust your, you know, spidey senses. You actually got the help of some technology to really forensically examine some of these potential suspects. Yeah. The police edition lie detected 2.0. Very trusty piece of equipment. Very, very, didn't break at all. The galvanization wraps didn't break. In fact, we actually had to level up to the military edition for season two. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty weird thing. It's a pretty weird, like the control questions are quite evil, actually. Like they ask me to ask people that I'm interviewing if they have ever fantasised about murder and things like this. What, oh. just to get a base? <laughs> yeah, 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 just to base, base the kind of, I don't know, it thinks it needs that understanding or something. It's obviously very high tech. Um, and then I have to go on. And the best thing about the lie detector 2.0 and 3.0. Feel free to call it lie detector number two, Lauren. <laughs> oh, my God. Hear, um, the best thing is that you can override the responses by clicking the bad body language button. So if I ever observe oh. someone like kind of shaking or looking shifty, I can click bad body language button. And then basically that overrides that thing and says that they're lying. So I can kind of become the lie detector. Why do you need the detector in the first place, Lauren? Why not just go full bad body language detector from the get-go? We also have some edition, the 2.0 and the 3.0. We think it's literally the same tech, just rebranded, mm. which is really <laughs> no, They changed the box from black to white, so I think it's a and that's it. thing. Yeah. Well, okay, so can, can we ask this? The wedding went down in 2018. The podcast came out a couple of years later, but it's, it's just now gone absolutely bonkers worldwide. In the last week alone, more than half mm. a million people have listened what has captivated the world so suddenly about this poop? 
It's really hard to say. I mean, it came from one tweet uh, from Australia and it just blew up. And people, I mean, obviously, it seems that turds and weddings really capture the imagination of the public. And it just needed that gentle little fish. uh, (laughs) You deliberately (laughs) did that, Karen. You deliberately, don't tell me. That that was an Aaron. accident. Just needed a gentle little push. Unbelievable. To yeah, to really yeah. to really make a splash in the um, yeah. podcast community. Yeah, really in the flushing out the culprit. You know. Well, hopefully, unlike the culprit, you were able to flush out the uh, the bad egg yeah. in this one. Uh, have a listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Who shat on the floor at my wedding? Lauren and Karen, thank you very much for joining us here at All Day Breakfast today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having us. Oops. Well, thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. We'll be back with another big ep tomorrow. But before you join us on a Thursday, make sure you jump on, well, either YouTube or maybe one Instagram account at Matt O'Kine and check out the brand new trailer for the upcoming Australian series, Mother and Son. Yeah, that's right. Uh, It does star myself and Denise Scott. We are reprising one of Australia's favourite shows, uh, originally starring Gary McDonald, Ruth Cracknell. And uh, it's it's out. Look, I mean, the trailer's out now. You can get a first little nibble of it, a first little sample, a first little taste. On Matt's Instagram. And I'll tell you what, the comments are coming through great. Uh, Peter says, can't wait. Teela says, looks amazing. Deb says, I mean, tears already. Two of my favourite people. Hand clap emoji, love eyes emoji. Kel, the new show looks good. Thumbs up. Looks awesome. Congrats, King. We'll have to be brilliant to come close to the original. Um, we got it. And then uh, Willa in Farm says, what's new about a rehash with compulsory diversity? <laughs> um... <laughs> Seriously lacking originality, A. Um, <laughs> listen, well, mate. we weren't so, Mate, I didn't tape that, over the originals. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's so annoying. It's like they're still there. You can watch all seven seasons of the original. They do seven. Yeah, go watch Jeez. them all. And then watch ours. Then you can just decide. You know, anyway. you know, you can like them both, mate. It's absolutely possible. That's right. Exactly right. But yeah, the majority of people and the majority of good thinking people are very excited for this new series. Congratulations, Matt, because it is a very big achievement with that coming out. When does the actual series drop? Like how long do we have to wait till we get to watch first ep? August 29th, it will be coming out. So like please six weeks. keep an Damn. eye out. Right. Well, we'll give you a heads up oh. when that happens. But un- until then, have a really great oh, day. Wait, did I say August 29th? I meant August 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know my dates. Okay. Let's... Welly, welly, welly. Well, we will be back tomorrow. You can take that info to the bank. All right. We'll see you then. See you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.